What is up, Internet? Welcome to another episode of Randy King Live with. I say another, probably one of the last ones, because as you all know, if you're following my social media, and if you're not following my social media, but listening to my podcast, that's strange. Maybe fix that. But if you're <laughs> listening to my, uh, to my podcast, if you're listening on my social media, we're switching up the format a little bit. We're bringing back my co-host from Talking to Savages, Ryan Rother. We're doing a brand new podcast with the new branding, 80-20 gray areas, where we talk about the overlap between conflict management and violence prevention. Anyways, commercial over. We're here today to talk to Benjamin Kennedy. Uh, you might know Ben from his ridiculous TikTok following, or if you're like me, you heard him on my show one time talking about his then ridiculous following, which has tenfolded on him over the last little bit. So uh, Ben, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Um, of course. I, I think, the yeah, the last time we talked, what was I at? Like Under 100,000. And that has not been that long ago. That's been a year, year and a half, maybe? A year and a half. And we called the yeah. original one TikTok Talk. And this would be TikTok Talk 2, I guess, Electric Boogaloo or whatever the sequel is going to be. If you don't call it Electric Boogaloo afterward, I'm just going to have to disown you. It's, no, it's it sounds good. Well, it's, it's a moral imperative at that point. <laughs> you're too famous to piss off right now. So whatever you want. Whatever. <laughs> I had I had some people at one of the local delis that I go to eat at. Um, it's it's weird because when you're in a, a small-ish town, because uh, Wilmington's fairly small, let's be honest. Um, but when you're in a small town and you, you start doing stuff like this, you can't expect all of the attention to be from the place where you live, which makes sense. Um, so they found out that I had a fairly solid following on TikTok and they forgot part of my order. They got so excited. They, it was so sweet. Everything in the kitchen stopped. They all filed out and they're like, oh, so you're famous, right? And I'm like, no, I'm Ben and I'm hungry. Help. I just want food. <laughs> They were super sweet. Yeah. Well, I think so. Like, let's first off, let's tell the listeners what are you currently at right now? So old stat, I think it was like 80,000 or I was under a hundred thousand for sure. And we were, we were both super excited for you. Yeah. What, what ridiculous number are you at currently? Uh, currently as of checking before the podcast, I am at 822.6,000. So close to a million, like ridiculous. Yeah. Numbers. And, and we jumped up. Uh, I, I always use the Royal Week because, you know, it, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the people helping me be here. Every single one of those numbers is someone that decided to follow me right. and give me an even louder voice. So the Royal We, uh, we are, uh, we, we jumped up 150 to 200,000 followers in the month and a half. Wow. Wow. Do you know, do you know yeah. why? Um, I think... As my best guess, uh, I started doing a little bit of the flashy stuff that gets attention. Yeah. And I started changing around the times that I post because as anyone can tell you that does social media stuff, the algorithm is always a mess and trying to get that thing pinpointed on exactly your best posting time and when uh, your views will be at their most is, is uh, it's science with less certainty. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think my best guess was I started to get more comfortable in my posting times and what I make. Um, and as, as I post stuff, I really double down and check and see how did it do? Um, what do I think it was? Started to play the whole 
um, you know, um, just look at it, make a hypothesis, check it, and then retest over and over again. So I think we're starting to get dialed in. I think that TikTok is becoming an undeniable force. Even like obviously the pandemic helped it considerably. Everybody downloaded TikTok. That was the joke. But like even the old guys like myself, uh, I think everybody's on, like, I don't mean old, like I'm ancient, but I mean old, like I don't want another social media app. Even I have it and I'm really starting to enjoy it a lot actually because I'm using it. And so we started a TikTok whatever. I don't have anything on it right now. I'm just trying to get used to the algorithm, et cetera, people are posting. I think there's a lot of really cool things about it. Uh, why do you think TikTok has been such a huge success? Um, I think definitely uh, hinging back and hitting on the, the pandemic thing. You got a bunch of people that are, uh, for lack of a better term, especially the people that are taking it seriously and trying to be super safe, um, you've got a bunch of people, uh, a bunch of social creatures that are being told that the one thing that they do that helps to keep them sane, they are no longer allowed to do. Right. Um, so looking for that sort of social interaction anywhere you can get it. And even introverts can get on TikTok and go for a seven second or 12 second clip and go, okay, I've done my peopling for the day. Right. Um, and I, I think the other thing is, while as a as a content creator, I will gripe at the algorithm and how they do things over and over again. I think it's a really, really good system they have going there where they hone in on what you're trying to watch and try and give you more of it pretty fast. They do a really good job of honing in on that. Yeah. I yep. wanted to bring that up, actually. It is straight up fucking creepy how good that algorithm is. Like, And I was... Uh, I'm enjoying the people who find themselves in different parts. So people, if you're not a TikTok person, like I am sort of learning, uh, there's TikTok likes to say there's parts of TikTok, right? So there's like an incel TikTok. There's like a martial arts TikTok. There's like a, and so my, some of my favorite videos are people being like, how did I get on baby yeah. sub TikTok? I don't want to yes. be here anymore. Can you please watch my video? And I just think the algorithm's so intuitive that, Almost, if you watch like out of morbid curiosity, the wrong video, you might go to a weird place that you yep. didn't know existed on TikTok. Uh, it feels very labyrinth. She said, "Down, ah, just drops her." Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like why am I on, why am I on by sword wielding TikTok? What happened? I mean, I'm not upset, but I'm just confused. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Like, how did I get here? What is going on? Yeah. Um, I think too, one of the things, and I've been saying this a lot, and I think I said in the last episode, because I'm pretty consistent on repeating what I say, uh, but there's a quote by Albert Einstein. And the Albert Einstein quote is, if you cannot teach a five-year-old, I'm paraphrasing, uh, if you cannot teach a five-year-old what you do, then you don't know what you do. And I think the new metric might be, if you can't teach what you do on TikTok, you don't know what you do, yeah. right? Like if you don't need... So this has been my challenge. Uh, as you've heard the show, everybody, I'm wordy. Uh, I like to I like to use a lot more words than I probably need to. And I like to tell stories. Um, and while all of this makes sense on TikTok, you think it would work for me? I can't do those things separately. So I have to like give a topic and then do a story, which always goes over a minute. If you've even watched my Facebook lives, they're always over. So I think for me, and I don't know if you see this, Ben, because I love... Yourself, obviously for me, your rope dart stuff is neat, but your self-defense content is what I'm really paying attention to. And I love 
you, I think you've mastered that one minute. Like, it's amazing to me how much info you get in a minute. How do you fucking do that? That's what I want to know. Um, so I will be, uh, uh, what I'm doing right now, I had to, I took my big break. Uh, and by big break, I mean my one day of being laid out from getting my second vaccine dose. Um, I, took my, I took my big break, right? And I realized that um, I have the time now and I have the ability now to hit this in different angles. So literally once we get done today and throughout the course of this weekend, I'm going to try and get at least 10 types of each, uh, 10 videos of each of the type of content that I put out. Right. Um, so rope dart, uh, or sorry, the, the meteor hammer work, conobo work, self-defense work, judo work, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, but when it comes to the self-defense work and just taking all of that stuff and condensing it down into something that someone with the same attention span that I have, uh, would be able to consume it was trial and error right and one of the really nice things was being able to record myself and every single recording dialing in closer to the message that i was actually trying to give right. um it's like when you it, it's a rough draft basically the rough drafting uh, process on tiktok is really nice because i can record a video have a set time limit that I want, but I can record a video, watch it through, and then see, okay, you know what? That really doesn't need to be in there because it's implied, or that doesn't need to be in there, or where do I make room for this part that actually should be in there, which is what I'm trying to say. Um, and some of the craziest ones, some of the craziest self-defense videos where I get it in like 15, 20 seconds, uh, a massive concept that I can just condense, were actually not the intended video. I will start with one idea and I will record through it. And after seeing it, I go, that's not what I need to be talking about at all. This is what I need to talk about. And I will delete that video and re-record something that is actually close to what I want to say. So if I'm talking about um, aftermath of violence, right, which is, which is a really big one, which you don't see a lot of on um, especially quick blurby platforms like TikTok is uh, because it's a big big topic right it's a lot to go through but taking that and starting to talk about uh like i don't know situational awareness right i'll start out talking about situational awareness stuff talking about my relationship or the the relationship i have to the people in my environment and then i'll start going off on an adhd tangent about oh well sometimes that changes and you have to be aware of that and it could have changed because that's not what i need to talk about today right i need talk about aftermath stuff ah and then i will stop that i'll re-record it a different time and then i start recording on okay what is the aftermath stuff that i want them to know i want them to know that their relationship to people that uh, they have may change after a violent altercation right um because they may see you differently you may see yourself differently which may change your behavior and then I go, okay, that's what I really wanted to talk about. Now, how do I make this work for someone who's going to go like this? Right. Um, and if I can catch them in the first three seconds, then I've got them for the rest of the video. Right. I think, um, so this is really interesting because it's like you're nailing down, whether intentionally or unintentionally, the new like hot button topic on education, which is micro learning, right? So 
Yeah, okay. You're doing Let it. Let me get my notepad. This is okay. You're doing it and you don't even know you're doing it. So uh, as, as everybody, as everybody knows, uh, I'm working on online courses all the time. We have a boundary setting course coming out in July. So I've kind of had this spoiled. I've been very lucky in my career, uh, luck through hard work, but luck nonetheless, where I've only talked to people that already are pumped that I'm in the room. Right. So I kind of get to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And everybody's like, oh, it's Randy doing Randy stuff. This is awesome. And so I'm now trying to flip to the opposite side of this, which is talking to people who, you know, aren't pumped them in the room, people that mandatorily have to be there, people that have no idea they even need self-defense stuff. And this is where you're doing such a good job with the micro learning is you're giving, you're really focusing and holding in a one subject per video. You're not talking about the overview or the hooks or like, this is the thing we're talking about. If you want to talk about something else, go somewhere else. Now, I have a question for you. Please. I think this is a generational thing because I'm so don't want to be misquoted that I tend to over preface every point that I make on a presentation. Are you finding that because you're doing this in a micro learning thing, because one of the most frustrating things to me is like, I'll put up a quote, for example. So I put up a quote recently about the, I divide the world into learners and non-learners, not weak or strong, blah, blah, blah. And I really like that one. And then somebody in the comments was like, well, you know, like uh, you could learn bad stuff. I'm like, obviously this sentence doesn't encapsulate all of the known variations of this fucking topic, right? <laughs> is that happening to you like are people like oh like yeah that's a meteor hammer but you know what if i did this and like are they are they trying to add stuff into your points every <laughs> single video every not nah, now you may have heard most videos every <laughs> single video everyone okay. without fail it can be something about, hey, look, I've got this cat with all of these toes. And someone will go, well, that's a, I'm like, easy, easy, easy. This is, calm down. It's all right. We know you're smart. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> um, so yes, every single video. Um, and when that happens to me, um, when it started, I had a lot more spare time on my hands when I started doing this and when that sort of uh, people poking it because they're like, well, what if we talk about this or let's pull in this angle? Um, when it started, I had a lot more spare time. Right. So I could answer every single one of them, which led to me getting some really good practice. A mm -hmm. um, couple of things that helped me work through it. Uh, these key points that helped me work through to the point where I could answer people like that and not just answer them, but get something meaningful for myself, right. them, and anybody else that read the, the conversation thread. Okay. First off, I have to assume that they have the, the, the best of intentions at heart. Um, okay. Even if they don't, usually they don't. But if I assume that they're really trying to help me in my goal as an educator, um, and not just an entertainer, because I do both, yep. uh, and that's okay. Uh, so the helping me and helping the rest of the world to to educate the masses on something that they find extremely important that puts us on the same side right and that's some that is some fun over the internet forced teaming work where i'm like oh no we're totally at the same side here yeah right. i completely agree with you what if that happens 
Um, and as soon as I put them in that, they're asking a genuine question or they're bringing up a really valid point and they care as much as I do, it's really hard for me to get upset with them. Right. And it's really hard for me to uh, get emotionally invested because, yeah, I agree. What if I'm using a meteor hammer and someone says, ha ha, but I have a gun. Um, and I'm like, yeah, no, you, sure. Here's what happens. First off, I probably won't carry this with me all day long. Uh, and this is where that leads. Sorry, ADHD brain. This is where that leads. That leads to how I answer, yeah. right? And and the way that I answer is treated as it's genuine um, and then tease it out with them. If they are extremely upset about something that I, I said, um, if they're extremely upset about it because they have something in their brain that tells them that this is wrong, then I'll ask them what they're seeing. I will completely put the ball in their court, which is yeah. so wild for someone uh, that they perceive to be as high up as I am, because let's be honest, I wake up and stub my toe about at least twice a week. I will trip and fall on my own face. I drop my phone on my face while I'm scrolling in bed. Like I'm human. Um, so, so, um, dropping down to that level to actually talk with them and be like, yeah, that's a really valid thing that you're saying. Let's tease it out. As long as it doesn't damage other people or damage me to engage, I will. Um, so when it comes to the answering process, thank you for bearing with us, audience. Um, when it comes to the answering process, it's, it's one of those where if they're super aggressive or angry, I will ask them what they're seeing. Like the, even the people that, are, that have no backup on it, they'll just say, this would never actually work. Those comments are some of my favorites because that's where I get some of my best conversations is I'll poke and I'll say, dude, what do you see? Absolutely. I, I understand this looks wild. What do you see? And then they usually talk to me about, well, I've been in a lot of fights or X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, so you have some experience with this. That's really cool. What have you noticed? What works for you? And then we just kind of work on from there. Sometimes they have great ideas. Sometimes they genuinely have no idea what they're doing. And when they don't, it becomes apparent. And I use it as a teaching moment. Uh, and then you've got uh, uh, some of the people that not just it would never work, but this would never work because facts. Um, or whatever they, they deem them to be. And as long as, again, it's not hurting anybody else, I'll poke it. I'll talk with them. Those are some of the people that now advocate for me the strongest. Right. Uh, because, and I think we talked about this last time too, but because I sit there and I go, hey, I like your viewpoint. And while I may disagree with, uh, I, I like your stance, while I may disagree with you, I appreciate your conviction what do you see that makes you feel this way? Right. Um, and there've been some people that are just super nasty and I'm lucky enough to have a really good following where I kind of have some white blood cells sure. that will go in and go, wow, you're being super dumb and awful. Get out of here. But even then, sometimes I have to help them go, hey, easy, easy, easy. They may have been genuine and it's hard to read uh, emotion through text. Right. So, so easy. Let's treat them like they're a normal human. Let's treat them like they're asking a genuine question and like they are ignorant of what we're doing. Um, but yeah, so hopefully that long-winded answer uh, helped. <laughs> I, I think it does. Do you use, and I'm gonna, I want to talk about behind the scenes in a second, but do you use their questions to feed content? Yes. Oh my goodness. As often as I can, because that's one of the ways now that I really can uh, stay engaged with people and make them feel like, uh, help them feel like that I'm listening because I am. And even with as many people as I have right now, I will still read through 
as many comments as I can in a day and watch the duets and videos and stuff like that because yeah it's kind of nice to see what other people are saying it's fun so yes I will use their comments as a basis for a video um, whether I pull it directly and since I can do video responses um, I will just like here's their comment and I'll answer it or I'll use it as a oh that's really smart and tangentially I should talk about this so I make a video addressing but yeah absolutely interesting so I think let's let's talk a little behind the scenes here so I feel like uh, TikTok, and bear with me on this analogy, I feel like TikTok is becoming the new strip club in the way that almost every single person's like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to quit my job, become a stripper. Everybody's kind of like, yes. fuck it, I'm going to quit my job, become a TikToker. And so let's talk about the real work here. So here's what I know. I know, well, I know earlier because you mentioned it, but I guess that you have to film a lot. This is your full-time job. Sure, you make some money off of it, but- it's not as easy as it looks. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, my understanding is TikTok really rewards multiple posts a day, right? Yes. So like it's, it's a lot of time sunk into it to get to where you're at. This wasn't like, you know, a couple cool rope tricks and all of a sudden you're at almost a million people. Like this was a strategic way to grow your brand. Yes? Yes, 100%. Um, I completely agree with the analogy. That is perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's I. I would, and in keeping with that, it's it's the new. I'm going to stop everything and become a new, uh, uh, like a let's player or a YouTuber. Like it's the it's the same vein of, okay, this thing looks like it could be instant gratification central. Yes, and I could just stop everything, go do this and make it work. Um, I am lucky enough to have the pattern recognition skills that I do through the people that I've been around to see where things work and where things don't. But if you don't have those skills, that is a tall order Yeah. Um, to, to make this something that's, that's a full-time gig. Um, and, and when it comes to the, the behind the scenes stuff, uh, some of my, some of my best for content, worst for me in my mental health days uh, have been coming in at 9am recording all day long until my phone dies, stopping to recharge it and eat and edit and then recording again until my phone dies and doing that like three times a day until I go home at one o'clock in the morning the next day. Right. Uh, and I go home, I sleep for, you know, a healthy five hours sure. and then wake up, have breakfast maybe, and then go do it again. Right. It is, it is definitely something that if you're going to do it, you need to do it, which is why I can't say anything other than silver linings when it comes to, you know, uh, it being coveting outside because right. I had the time to do that. I had the time to sink into it. Um, and, uh, it started out being a hobby and being for fun. Right. And it had to start that way. Mm. Even when I looked at it and I started growing, I'm like, maybe I can make something out of this it was still a massive maybe, right? I see some channels that are like hard stuck at 10,000 followers and they're not going anywhere else. And that's just, that's the end of it. Right. Um, and then I see some channels that like mine that over the course of a year and a half go, oh, I've got one and now I'm almost at a million. Uh, um, but in order to make that happen at the beginning, it was three to five videos a day. Yeah a day i needed to have stuff that people could binge watch right because 
if they see my stuff and they go, oh, I like what they have. And they go to it and they find one or two videos. Eh. But if they go to it and they can doom scroll their way to sleep, just working through every single video that I have. And believe it or not, I see those, especially on, on videos that go a little bit more viral. Right. Um, what I see is I see all the videos around it get an increase in views. Right. Because that means, that means people have watched that video and they're like, oh, what else do they have? And they start scrolling through to look at things. Um, I, think, I think that's a super interesting point. This we it definitely live in a binge culture. It looks like Disney's trying to break that with the weekly releases, but we're definitely in a binge culture. And I think that's interesting to me because like, I, and I do this subconsciously, but you brought it to the forefront of my mind is I'll do the same thing. I'll find somebody like on TikTok. I'll check their thing. They make the follow too close to the check your thing. I don't like that. So I end up following and unfollowing by accident a lot of times. Um, but I'll like go on there and look and like, if they only have two or three things. I don't subscribe. They have a bunch of things all in the same niche because it's very niche based. If it's all in the same yeah. niche, then I usually I'll follow them because then I know what kind of content to expect. I think- exactly. The other really cool thing, because you said like you mentioned up to five times a day, and I'm sure a lot of my listeners are rolling their eyes at that. That's if you want to get up to like a million people, guys. This isn't like for your like brand awareness, top of mind. This is like, this is my job now, right? Yeah. Like same thing. If you want to be a stripper, you got to buy a gym pass, right? Like you got like you need up. other stuff. Yeah. Um, so real quick, yeah. uh, in, in keeping with that, that three to five videos a day, um, now luckily for me, uh, it's dropped down to only one or two videos a day That's so um, because it's yeah yeah because I've got the 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 followers the stuff like that which still comes out to about 14 videos a week yeah. um, which is still each one of those is a good I would say on some of the harder ones maybe an hour worth of recording and then right. another 30 minutes to an hour worth of editing so that's still a decent amount of time spent on that yeah. but as you start to do better, as you start to figure out your niche, as you start to figure out where you fit in the algorithm of TikTok um, and all its lovely little microcosms, um, you, you start to figure out how many you need to post a day. The only times now where I have to like mass post are when I notice that for a couple of days in a row, my videos aren't getting traction. Right. And they're not getting traction at their regular times, which means I need to go through and every two hours in a day until I go to bed from when I wake up until I go to bed, I need to post a video. Right. The one that gets the most views or the two that get the most views are the ones where I need to start looking at posting at those times instead. Right. Um, Interesting. And then it, for people that are using TikTok as, as just another social media platform to get their name out there. Um, if you're trying to, like you just said, and, and to your lovelies, um, if you're trying to use TikTok as something uh, that is your primary source of any sort of revenue or attention, yeah, you have to go into it. You have to dive deep and you have to embrace the suck until it gets to the point where you're happy. Right. But if you're using it like a billboard to just get some attention your way, and it's just another thing, you can feel free to post like once a day or every couple of days. Just don't expect it to gain as much traction as it would if you were posting a couple of times every day. Well, um, one second. You're saying the things that you work harder on do better than the things you don't work harder on? I'm not going to say that for legal reasons. <laughs> if I did, it will make some sense. <laughs> right, that's, that's fair. 
So I think let's, I kind of want to talk pros and cons of TikTok. Um, number one, I would argue that TikTok is probably one of the last places where you're going to truly go viral without a team behind you. Do you know what I mean? Like YouTube needs a team, Facebook, you need a team to go viral. It feels like, but I think TikTok is one of the only places organic viral still really exists. What are your thoughts on that? I would have to agree 110%. Right. Yeah, that's, that's straight up it. It, it, uh, you know, Vine, rest in peace. Um, it, it had that same niche Yeah. Uh, where, what did you do? I'm a goofy, weird human that likes theater stuff, but only has theater once a week. So I may as well make something creative in my spare time. Oh, people like that. Um, it, yeah, it's definitely one of those. It's, it's like, it's like that homemade footage style of, I, I recorded this at home and I showed it to some friends and they really liked it. So I put it out in the world and now it's got millions of views. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I would have to agree with that. That's interesting. And I think that's kind of one of the, one of the pros of TikTok is that. So you've been in this for a while. What are the pros of the TikTok algorithm and what do you think the cons are? And I know I'm kind of hitting you with a random question. So take a yeah. second, but like if somebody was to use TikTok, what would you tell them the reasons to do it? And then why would you give them reasons not to do it? Um, what may feel like a random question for you is something that I think about every day. Mm. So yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, when it comes to the pros, uh, I actually, I would like to start with the cons if that's acceptable. Of course. Uh, because a couple of things, not everybody's going to do well on TikTok and that's just fact. Um, we, we want to tell people that you could do anything you want, little Timmy. And that's just not true. You can fight for it, but sometimes it just won't work well for you. And that sucks. So be aware that not the, the, the special snowflake mentality that we're trying to give our children, which is important because you are all special. You've all got something that you do that's unique because you're you. The rest of the world may not care. And you may have that crushing realization of I'm trying to post videos every day. I'm doing all the things right and nothing's working and that sucks. So the, the crushing realization of the rest of the world may not care about you. Right. Is one of the things that's really dangerous, especially if you have extremely low self-esteem or not a lot of self-worth. Don't go looking to the masses to get it because they will just as quick spit in your face. Right. So you have to be aware of that. The second thing is it is extremely easy to get caught up in numbers. Right. And if you see that, like you see that you're not getting as many followers as you were a couple of days ago, it is so easy to doom spiral your way into some sort of depressive vegetative. The world is awful and I'm an awful human and no one cares about me. Right. Um, you, you need to be able to not give others that control over your emotional health. And that is difficult, especially when right now people are looking for some semblance of emotional connection or social connection. Right. It, it can be extremely dangerous. Um, I also find that that algorithm wise period, uh, when you are posting content, it may just fall flat. Right. And not for any of the other reasons we've talked about, it may just for no discernible reason, not do well. Um, and unless you have the 
take a step back critical thinking skills to look at it and go, all right, let me pick apart the video that I just spent four hours making right. that got 20 views when my other video that I did nothing for that I didn't even think about got 100,000. Let me look at this video that I poured blood, sweat, and tears into and pick it apart as, as critically as the algorithm is and figure out, uh, figure out what was wrong. Um, I think that's common in all stuff. So when my original, I broke out at, how old are you again, Ben? Uh, 24, I'll be 25 this year. Yeah. So when I was 26, 27, I got kind of big on Facebook for a minute, not big, like a million people, but that's why literally why I met you was I was on Facebook. People watch the rants and I always found it funny. This is a definite uh, divergent trail. Every, I am like, Oh, for a thousand on calling what is going to take off and what is not going to take off. So I'm like, (laughs) this video is going to do awesome. And then I'll put up another one like, ah, this video sucks. I don't like it. Video I think is going to do great. Does nothing. Video I think sucked. I should have put it up. Blows up. It's kind of fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of people on TikTok with that same thing. They'll have like one video with like 200,000 views and all the rest of their views like three, 400. Yep. The video that went so well that it was on Daily Dose of Internet and Snapchat and stuff like that of me using a meteor hammer to break a block of ice. I had been recording that video and doing takes of it, trying to get that shot for an hour and a half. Right. An hour and a half of work. And if you listen, you hear this loud clack. That's the meteor hammer hitting the floor in the middle of my shot. And I'm sitting there going, oh my goodness, this is awful. This isn't going to do well. It's kind of nice, but okay. That's the one. That's the one that does well. And I'm like, son of a, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, And then, so that's a lot of the big cons is is just that there's a huge emotional drain. Um, It will take your time and energy if you are willing to pour it into it. However much you put in there, it will take gladly and ask for more. And you have to be aware of that. Moving on to the pros, because we hit the cons. Now we can talk about the fun flowery stuff. It is instant gratification central. Right. If I post a video and it does well, I, I just over the moon, over the moon, that big, that big wash of it's, it probably hits some of the same spots that gambling does, which could go back over into the cons. Um, So (laughs) But yeah, it, it, it's that instant gratification monkey where I'm like, oh my goodness, this was amazing. That went so well. I'm so happy. Um, it also is an insanely good way to connect with people. That's how I found my significant other was through TikTok of right. all things. Um, and it led to me going to go visit her in Ireland. So like that was wild. Um, it also is one of those where when you do make it big um, and big, I... Uh, People that think about big may think of like hundreds of thousands of followers. Big is like 10,000. Okay. 10,000 people is a lot of people. A thousand people following you is massive. Yeah. That's a thousand people that really want to hear what you have to say. That's kind of cool. And when you start to put that into real life perspective, uh, one of the things that my loving mother did for me was she left a sticky note on my desk that was literally the number of, of, uh, uh, safety regulation occupational spots that you could have in set areas. Like I now at this point, I could fill the Madison square garden like eight, 10 times over and still have people that aren't allowed to get in. 
that's how many followers I have. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, I could fill the Ohio State Stadium eight times and still have people that are not able to go in. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's it's one of those where I'm like, Haha, oh, I am. Oh, no. Oh, I just had another. <laughs> I just realized that in another in another 11,000 followers, yep. which I can say, uh, in another 11,000 followers, I will have more people than the entire population of Columbus, Ohio. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's, I had to start when I, when I got to 12,000, that was more people than lived in my hometown. Right. And then I had to start measuring in other towns. And then I had to start measuring in counties. Right. And then it started measuring in mass cities. And I'm like, oh, ooh. so do that for yourself as a pro to remind yourself that you're doing well. And when you can do that, when you can stop and take a minute and go, oh, wow, and conceptualize that, it's really nice. Right. It's nice. And um, the other thing is with, with the pros, because I have way more pros than cons. The cons are massive. Yeah. And they can be extremely detrimental. But the pros are just, yeah, the creative space that you have, even with uh, um, some, of the, some of the guidelines that TikTok has and stuff like that, the creative space that you have, the creative freedom to get your voice out there, even if it only reaches five people, even if it's just something that you post and no one sees it, the ability to scream into the void is a really nice thing to be able to do. Um, and, and it's healthy. I think it's extremely healthy for social creatures to go, hey, universe, I'm here. Here's what I have to say, blah. Right. Um, it's, yeah, it's nice. So there are a lot of pros to doing TikTok stuff. Um, but the cons need to be acknowledged and, and fed their worms because they can be massive. I, I um, agree. I think it's really interesting. One of the one of the things I really like about TikTok is I think if people are following the algorithms, it's almost one of the most accurate mirrors you can find of who you are as a person, right? So the people that I follow seem to be either number one, have created a phenomenal character or two, they're just super authentically them. And these are people that would never get success, even on YouTube. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have the, the level of success they have. Like there's one comedian that I follow and literally his entire shtick is, wait, what was that? So he'll say something that sounds a little uh, off kilter, right? Yeah, and yeah, like, off color stuff. Yeah, and they're and like, I'm like, sorry? And they're like, oh no, I meant this. It's like always a misunderstanding. That's his whole shtick. And I watch every single video. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And I think this other lady, uh, I guess shout out to Skater Girl 420 or whatever. Her whole thing is... Uh, She's just like, a, she just like makes fun of like the, the Gen Z speech patterns. And so she'll come on like this awkward, like, she's like, sorry, I'm mama sub cling energy today, but my vibe. And it's just like, I just, I die laughing. She's just, <laughs> oh, this, oh my God, she's hilarious. And it's clearly a character, but like, it almost celebrates our diversity better than almost any other app that I've seen so far. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love, uh, so a uh, brief recap for anybody that doesn't remember from the last podcast or doesn't know who I am, which I'm aware there are still a massive amount of people that have no idea who I am. Sure. Hi, 
Um, so I started this app as a joke because one of my buddies would not leave me alone about getting the app. Uh, shout out to Mac, you lovely human. Yeah, no um, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she, amazing human through and through. Yeah. And she was just like, you have to get it. I'm like, I hate you. Fine. I got it. I started making fun of people on the app because of them being stupid. And right. I didn't understand because you got to remember, I just hit that millennial cutoff, not a Gen Z. Just, I just hit it. Hey, me uh, too, but on the other yeah. side. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. 96 for me. I just, oh, <laughs> just yeah, squeaked geez, in. Yep. Just squeaked in. Um, so yeah. Uh, so, so watching all these, these little zoomers run around, I'm like, <laughs> wow, you have a lot of energy. You should probably bottle that and use it as a renewable resource. What does that even mean? What are you saying? Um, it's like it's like hieroglyphs, trying to decode hieroglyphs, but with less meaning. It's, <laughs> so I started this as a joke. And as time went on, I realized that it became something important uh, to me and something that I could make process, or make, I could, uh, I, I can make something out of. Um, and now... I also scroll on TikTok. Um, it comes in waves yeah. because there are times where it's work and there are times where I'll just sit and scroll through TikTok. Yeah. Sometimes I do it as a way to figure out what's trending. Right. Sometimes I do it because, <laughs> funny meme, like scroll. Um, so watching, eventually my mom ended up getting it. My aunt got it. My dad has it and he has an account now where he posts um, Zen Cohen's and stuff like that. Uh, his, his account name is Ticks Zen Talks. Okay. And I love it. <laughs> um, so, so he posts stuff and, and just sometimes I'll peer over their shoulder and just look and see what's on their For You page. There are sides of TikTok that I didn't even understand existed. That algorithm? I'm just, I just, I'm sitting there going, what are you watching? How did you even get there? What? It's yeah. TikTok, TikTok diagnosed with ADHD faster than any doctor ever did. So like literally, it's like all of the almost every like third video is an ADHD video that's popping up. And it's yep. funny because like, and I think this is where the Gen Z uh, people are really nailing it on TikTok is they're sharing their experience, which is then helping other people uh, have that experience, right? So like, there's a lot of things that I thought were just me things that when I watch a video, I'm like, oh, that's an ADHD thing. And it's because this like 15 year old kid fucking told me. I'm like, yeah. well, it's just, it's amazing. Like the, the self-awareness of this generation, right. Uh, of people like just that are paying attention and, and are sharing this kind of content. But it was funny. Like I don't identify as some with ADHD. Like that's not a no, right. thing that I have. And TikTok's like, oh, we got you. We got you, bro. Yeah. Here's 800 videos on ADHD. I'm like, oh, okay. Like it was yeah, so never quick. Yeah, they, they catch you, they catch you slipping and they're like, hey, you ever sometimes take a shower in a minute and then other times you forget that you're in the shower and it's 30 minutes later and you realize, oh my gosh, I have things to do today. Yeah, and, and like, it's like, I, I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, I didn't come here to get hurt like this. I'm a martial artist, hurt me on the outside. Exactly. <laughs> I worked so hard that my outside was strong so you couldn't hurt yeah. my inside. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I want to jump over to the Patreon version of the show, but I don't want to leave the listeners that don't feel like paying with nothing. But on the Patreon version, I want to talk about your top TikTok tips. But can you give like your number one tip for the free show? Number one tip for somebody who is using TikTok 
other than start it for the love of TikTok? Because that's a really good one. And I want to read, I want to bring it up again. You said it earlier. What do you think? So if somebody's decided to start a TikTok and uh, yeah. they, they need, uh, what's your number one thing that they should know going into this journey? Don't panic if something doesn't do as well as you would like it to do. Don't panic. Listen to the information that you get and act accordingly. Awesome. I think that's that's just good life advice. Like, <laughs> don't take it per- <laughs> don't take it personal. Just just react and respond to what's happening. Uh, all right, awesome. So uh, Benjamin, why don't you tell the people like the three people on here that are listening that don't know your TikTok handle already? Why don't you tell them where they can find you on TikTok? Yeah, you can find me at at instructor underscore Bense, all lowercase. Cool. And, I'll and you can also find me, uh, you can find me on Insta as well. Um, I post significantly less often on there, but the stuff that TikTok uh, guidelines don't like, I post on Instagram. That makes sense. Actually, before we go, uh, of course. cross-platform, has success on TikTok equaled success cross-platform? Like you have anywhere near the numbers anywhere else? Nope. Interesting. But the people that do go to other places. Yeah are the devout fans that I would want to be around in person. That makes sense. Awesome. All right, everybody. That's TikTok Talk Part 2, Electric Boogaloo, with uh, with Benjamin Kennedy. He, We're going to jump over to Patreon on the $5 level. Feel free to join us. We're going to talk about a little bit of TikTok strategy and tips, um, just for like a little short mini cast, and then that's it. All the other listeners out there, I know you're sad. Devil's Advocate is stopping, but it's not stopping. It's just going to Patreon. And the reason why is this. It's very hard to find debatable guests that want to do a public show, number one. And number two, uh, you're all sick of discourse because that's your whole goddamn life. So if you want to uh, enjoy The Devil's Advocate, we are doing one more. Uh, One was just released last week. So feel free to check it out. It's still going to exist. I love the debate show. It's one of the biggest it's one of the things that makes helps sharpen my game is learning to debate things that aren't my other thing. The other thing I want to mention right now is Patreon. If you don't know, I've moved to a hybrid Patreon model. So all that means is I'm putting my entire curriculum, everything I know up on Patreon for single solo training or group training. And I'm also going to be doing one-on-ones with people and group classes and seminar tours. So if you want to train with me and you're anywhere in the world, feel free to jump on a Patreon, pick whatever level works for you. $5 level is extra podcast the next level is um extended content so on this level two which is only 12 us dollars a month i do one live weekly presentation on a different topic in the self-defense industry so feel free to check out my patreon please patreon.com randy king live already up there right now for the presentations my new series where predators like to hide so we've did one episode on the BDSM community. We did one episode on sport. We did one episode on the anime community. So I'm giving a whole bunch of different ways for you to consume this information in a longer form format. So jump on patreon.com, Randy King Live. And if not, and if you don't, that's great. Keep following, sharing, follow Benjamin. And if not, we'll see you on Patreon.